Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome back to Fuck You, We, we like, like the Bengals. I'm your host, Alex Schubert. Seeing two seats to my left is... Lloyd Johnson. Lloyd Johnson, my dog. And sitting to my one seat to my left, longtime host, uh, returning guest... Billy DeVore. Billy DeVore. How you doing, man? Ho- hoagie man in the house. Hoagie, hoagie man in the house. Hoagie man, ready to party. <laughs> Hulk Hoagie. Uh... So we only did one verse of the Pitbull song. Why, Lloyd? Because it's a Pitbull song. You're gonna, no one can stand more than one verse. That's it. Mr. Worldwide. So, yeah. Uh, so, Schubert, how have you been? I've been good. Uh, just been uh, substitute teaching a lot. I made a little, uh, made a little snafu earlier this week because uh, uh, I made the mistake of giving out or like showing kids uh, my Instagram profile. Why did you do that? They they asked, and I'm like, all right, sure, fucking here's my profile. Do you want to get bullied by high schoolers again? I... <laughs> it's the only way he knows how to come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did that. So because I had a, I had one person follow me. I. Like, like previously, and I thought it was harmless. What, a high schooler following you is normal on Instagram? I thought it was harmless. I didn't think it was normal. I thought it was harmless. So oh. I thought, what harm could it do? That everyone in that high school would now know your Instagram handle. Here's what actually did happen. They claimed that these events didn't coincide, but I believe they did. About an hour after that happened, uh, I started getting requests... Not for Instagram, but for Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just had like literally seven or eight people, not like probably more than that, be like, hey, smiley face, and they requested a dollar. <laughs> yeah. What's sad is those kids are probably richer than you. <laughs> they, I don't doubt that at all. Yeah. Not even from their parents' money, just themselves. <laughs> Did you tell them the rest of the time that you're a comic or a DJ? Uh, I have told some that I'm a comic. I have had two kids accidentally find out that I do this podcast. I have told no one I'm a DJ. Uh, yeah, you should tell no one you're a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> so you're one for three. The what? One for three. Yes, I'm one for three. So uh, I had a teacher um, who's actually a family friend of mine like tell her class that I was a comic. Because I, tr- I try and not let that spread. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, I know. I try to keep those things separate. <laughs> you not try. Definitely do. Yes, that. I know that. Oh God! You know, <laughs> you have always known ever since I met you that I am not the smartest person on the planet. It's not that you're not smart. You're just so fucking unaware. <laughs> <laughs> Intelligence. You are a smart guy, but more of uh, in. Uh, an idiot. Think that- about me ten years ago inviting girls over for Guitar Hero and chill. I, I prefer to think that he's just. That's really- a true story, by the way. That's a true story, by the way, and it's in my act. I prefer to think that he's just really sweet, and they trust everybody too much. Thank you. You know, look what? at him. Look at those eyeballs. Yeah, and look at those fucking paws too. 
We can say, look, because we didn't mention this at all. We're live at Three Points Urban Brewery. We are live at Three Points Urban Brewery. With a in giant crowd. Make some noise. In beautiful, historic OTR. It's a great place. I've hosted trivia a few times here. I missed- oh, did you also DJ and substitute teach here? I substitute taught here. <laughs> it was pretty cool. It was a class of, uh, it was a class of fourth graders. He brought them to a brewery. Nice. Nice. So that's, that was my week. Uh, Lloyd, how was your week, man? Uh, I made a polar bear a birthday cake. I saw that. It was posted on the Cincinnati Zoo Instagram. Yep. Nice. Was, uh, that was fun. What, what goes inside a polar bear birthday cake? Uh, so I made two big numbers that stand up in a base. In the base, I froze a bunch of uh, mackerel in there. So when I chopped into it, it would smell like fish. Ooh. And then I fit the two letter, the two numbers standing up. So it was three and zero because our polar bear little one turned 30. Wow. Yeah, he's an old man. That, how long do polar bears traditionally live? In the wild, about 30 years. In captivity, 40. Wow. That's yeah. old. Yeah, he's an old man. And... Uh, but the letters I did with, uh, I froze jello in water, but I also covered it in lard and fish oil so it would smell good to him. <laughs> that, <laughs> and then I covered the base of it in peanut butter because he likes peanut butter, which I don't want to know how someone found that out. But. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to blindfold you and put you in the middle of this field with peanut butter on you. <laughs> don't move. Yeah. No sudden movements. <laughs> <laughs> don't startle anyone. So, can you make me that cake for my birthday next year? If you want me to, I will. I would love that. <laughs> I've always wanted a mackerel birthday cake. That's, I think maybe half of my Instagram is just birthday cakes I've made for animals. <laughs> well, that's the best Instagram. For the people looking confused, I work at the zoo, if you didn't put that together. <laughs> I was talking about a polar bear birthday cake, and I saw like three people like... For the uh, people that... Yep, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, also, I think it's just great. Like you, you're like, yeah, I just made a polar bear uh, a, a birthday cake. Oh, so what do you do? Stockbroker. Like, <laughs> I just I'm, have a very expensive hobby where I want to feed polar bears. For people who don't know, uh, Lloyd has interacted with uh, both Harambe and Fiona. That's true. Yep. Which one was hotter? Fiona. She was chewing on my beard. <laughs> <laughs> That's hot. Yeah. Love a good hot hippo, you know. A lot of Zeus. <laughs> it's like a wet avocado. <laughs> I've heard that because they just like they, they, their pores are always open, right? Yep, yep. And so they're just sweaty. So I have a lot in common with Fiona. <laughs> well, you were both born premature. No, we both are sweaty. Well, we both have something premature in common. It's not our birth. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, he's talking about cum. That's the perfect time for a cum break. <laughs> Someone get Phil a MAGA hat. Yeah. <laughs> That's a call back to a joke you didn't hear on this episode. Yeah. Well, I played the audience a little bit. Yeah, Bilbo. Yeah. Bilbo, how was your week, bud? It was great. Uh, they Busy put- at the shop? What? Busy at the uh, Cincy Shirts? Yeah, it's great. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Uh, I'm, uh, they updated, does anybody else here have a Nintendo Switch? Yeah, okay, Alex, so, you have one? So, uh, so if you don't know, for those who don't have a Switch, when you get, when you get it and you sign up for the online service, you get NES and SNES games streaming and they update them all the time. Okay. And they just put Super Punch-Out on there. 
Yeah, and I've spent too much time up there. Uh, enough time where... What? He's not in this one, so mind your business. Uh, so uh, what's, what's great is it's just... I've been playing it so much that my wife took a picture of me ignoring my cat while playing it. It's just laying on me purring, and I'm like, fuck this. I need to beat King Hippo. <laughs> That's father material right there. That's, yeah, dad of the year right here. <laughs> Man, I've yet to get the Switch. I've been meaning to for a while. It's so. great. It's so much fun. It's portable. You can put it in your dock and you can play it on your TV. Huh? It's probably going to be a thing that I misplace at some point. Yeah, for sure, 100%. <laughs> You're probably going to have to write on the back of it in silver Sharpie, property of Alex Schubert. <laughs> Actually, here's what you're going to do. You're going to get a Switch and you're going to give it to your mom and she's going to write it on the back. <laughs> And so then, that way, when you lose it at the high school, the kids know your mom's handwriting. <laughs> and then at the bottom, just have her write, you're welcome, because they're not getting it back. <laughs> oh, I feel bad for Deb in that one. The only Nintendo Switch in the world that's attached to a chain. <laughs> it attaches to my pocket. It's real convenient for when I want to play video games while I'm supposed to be teaching. Yeah. We, you actually, for him, he has to keep it in the dock or else he would just start chewing on the controller. <laughs> oh, which is just the Nintendo Switch system. <laughs> I don't know when you said when you said put on a chain. I just pictured you in like big Jenko jeans with like a lot, <laughs> but you're hiding the switch inside of them, yeah. and then you're sitting behind a desk teaching, and it's almost like a student's just seeing you reach down into your pants to pull okay. it out. And like, okay, question: Why would I, why would I be standing behind the teacher's desk while teaching? I said sitting. Yeah, yeah idiot. Okay, <laughs> dummy. I don't, a- don't make fun of my my my. My stockbroker over here. <laughs> Your stockbroker, cake maker. Yeah, and king maker. He is. Yeah. I still need to get the switch, though. You do. But aside from that, just comedy. I'm seeing Star Wars in two hours. Yes. I'm very excited. Billy's a big. You have a. Uh, you have a lot of. You have a lot of Star Wars stuff at your apartment, don't you? Mm, nope. Ah. <laughs> Nope. I was going to say you have the Star Wars guy in your hat, but I just realized it's Mr. Redlegs. Yep. No Star Wars stuff. So I feel like a total dumbass. Moving on. Moving. Dude, I, did you read the spoilers? Did you hear what happened? Uh, I, the only thing I know about is Baby Yoda. That is the Mandalorian, which is fine. You can just be wrong. Uh, Dumbledore dies. But remember I said... It's okay. Don't acknowledge it. Sit in your chair, sir. Don't acknowledge it. Oh, yeah. Uh... But, anyway, spoiler alert. Dumbledore dies. uh, Finn, do you guys know Finn from the movies? I heard he fucks Baby Yoda in it. Oh, okay. So So now I'm going to go see the new Star Wars movie. (laughs) That's it. Baby Yoda gets skull fucked. It's Ted. Man. Yeah. But I'm going to go see that in two hours. Two hours. Yeah. That was a good week, but uh, weird segue. You know who did not have a good week. What the fuck happened last week? They got destroyed by the Patriots. I was there. I was also there. Lloyd, were you there? No. I was there (laughs) with a bunch of local great people, Chris Walker Lee Kimbrell, Andrew Rudick, Rand Barnaclow, and Anna Mazza, all very funny, very nice people. So uh, on is, Sunday, what's up? That's a great list of people you watch the game with. Yes, it is. And they're also people that we associate with. So on Sunday, I watched the Patriots-Bengals game. Uh, and on Monday, I healed myself by watching Joe Burrow highlight reels. <laughs> yep. But yeah. That's the way to do it. Also, it was extremely noticeable at the game. It was at least 55% Patriots fans. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Everywhere I went, Julian Edelman jerseys, Tom Brady jerseys. It was unbelievable. Yeah. It, yeah. So, yeah, it was it was crazy. Like the whole bottom ring was was just navy. It was insane. Red. Uh well, you guys were what? Section 3. We were like Top left, okay. Of, I want to say the south side of the end zone. Nice. 
My uh, I went with my mommy. Oh, and we Nancy's at Baltimore. Yeah, please don't use her full name. Uh, that's I know on Facebook. Like, Nancy Zibel Divorce Social is three four six <laughs> um, six two. <laughs> stop and uh, Hold on. why does he know your mom's social security number, dude? He, you don't want to know. All right, fair. Okay. Uh, so we were in the uh, what the South End Zone. Some uh, so it was great. My mom was wearing her Bengals hoodie and. Tom Brady jersey. Why? So I didn't talk to her half the time. Uh, but it was, I mean, it was honestly, it was it was like being in a, it was like watching, a, like how I would envision watching a bowl game, because it just became yeah. a neutral site. Yes. It, it, it had, it, it, there, there were more cheers for the Pats, but just barely. Well, yeah, because the Pats did more during the game. That was also true. Um, but overall, that was a brutal one. It was Dalton threw four interceptions. Now, I think that, well, here's my thing with Dalton throwing four picks. I don't think that Tyler Boyd ever gave up on a route, but I think that Stephen Gilmore is that fucking good. Stephon Gilmore is the best. Because I've always, uh, what Dalton struggles with, and I see this all the time, he struggles with placing the entire throw. Because, okay. like, I've seen so many throws of his just get batted down. It's like if there's a defensive lineman in your face, loft it over him. Just don't throw, right. like, fastballs constantly. He only knows how to throw a fastball for a seven-yard out. Yes. That's it. That's all he knows how and to do. And that's a dangerous thing to do when you just throw a screen to the right and Stephon Gilmore can pick it off and run to the house. Right. Who would have thought a team with no offensive line, the quarterback would, uh, you know, not be not be so sharp on the long passes? Because <laughs> <laughs> every time he steps back and actually tries to throw a pass, he ends up with another concussion. Yeah, exactly. Wait, has Andy ever been on concussion protocol? Has he should have been. Yeah, I don't think he has. Yeah, uh, he just broke his thumb in 2015. Yeah. What was crazy about the first half of that game is defensively we were we were average, but it was just that Tom Brady kept missing throws. Yeah, he that was, first throw that he had was like five, ten yards overthrown. Yeah, he sailed, I think, half to two-thirds of his passes that first half. And then they just came back and, oh, my God, made second-half adjustments, which it's crazy for a Cincinnati football team to do that, and then just started stomping us. The leading receiver on the Patriots was James White. He only had 49 yards receiving, and yet he still somehow was the leading receiver on the team. Yeah, yeah. He just kept running out of the out of the back uh, out of the backfield and just dumping, and then that created enough space for him to work with. It was and that's, brutal. And White can do that because the Bengals don't have any linebackers. Right. They have what four on the roster. They have Jermaine Pratt, who I think is doing everything he can right now. Yeah. Nick Vigil, Nickerson, and fucking who else? Jeff Tate. Evanston? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Good call. Jordan Evanston. I like to think the Patriots screwed up because during halftime they listened to the podcast from last week. <laughs> <laughs> and we just, we broke their spirits. That's what, it, that, yeah, that makes sense. I will say uh, the redeeming quality of that game was Joseph Mixon. Dude. The past five games, he's been dynamite. He's unbelievable to the point that uh, – was it Belichick that said he was the best running back in the league? Yep. Yeah. And Tom Brady's going to send him a jersey. Yeah, because Joe is too afraid to ask. <laughs> he was starstruck by Tom Brady, which as a third-year player in the league going up to arguably the greatest quarter – the greatest football yeah, player no of all There's time. No that's, that's it. He is. I would be too. I'd be a hundred percent starstruck by, yeah, by Thomas Brady. You know what? I also saw at the game that I wanted to point out for Tom Brady. I saw like three Tom Brady Michigan jerseys. Yeah, I did too. That was kind of wild. It was pretty wild. I saw just someone like another Patriots fan boo that Patriots fan in the <laughs> Michigan Tom Brady jersey. We're wearing the same jersey. Oh, it's because you're a rabid Ohio State fan who sucks. Yeah, I hate that fan base. Ah, I'm a conundrum that just sucks. <laughs> oh, you mean, like, oh, you mean the college football crowd wasn't uh, wasn't wasn't sweethearts? 
Oh, who would have thought? A huh. Mich- who would have thought an Ohio State fan or a Michigan fan wasn't pleasant? For somebody who was a bouncer for years, I can tell you that uh, after every college game, fun night. Yeah, how many people would you have to kick out on average? Uh, so when I worked at Metropolis, which is just an awful sentence to say out loud. You worked at Metropaho? Yep. Wow. You know every dick bag that you've been in a bar with where you're like, I wish I could grab him and throw him out the fucking window? Yeah. I, they, they paid me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was the dream job. It, it was great. Like, it was every, every dick bag. You're like, all right, man. I was allowed to just grab them and throw them out. And there were 20 other people there that would help me if... That's awesome. It was amazing. What was uh, what, What's the worst injury you gave someone throwing them out? Like, uh, wild? I have been advised not to mention. Fair enough. Wow. We will leave it alone. <laughs> uh, speaking of leaving it alone, who do we got this week? We have Reed's. Uh, Billy? Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Sure. You a Batman? Uh, I would bet that I would bet. Yeah. Lord, are you a betting man? Of course I am. Sorry about this. Uh, so I will say, as a true uh, as a true football fan, you already know just as sure as the seasons change, Tom Brady will keep the Patriots in the game or destroy the Bengals. Uh, every weekend, our favorite gridiron warriors put their skills to the test, so why aren't you doing the same? We're almost done with the NFL season, so now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with my bookie. Uh, my bookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They always have the most up-to-date lines and the most prop bets of any sports book on the planet. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet with the best at my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. Try a parlay. Uh, pick your locks for the week. Put them together in one parlay bet. And when they all come through, the rewards will be, will they be small? They'll be huge. They'll be huge. Tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain. My bookie wants to get to get your mind off everything else and back in the game. Best part is if you join my book, if you join right now, my bookie will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put in a thousand dollars, Billy, how much will they give you? A thousand dollars. One thousand dollars. That's double your initial deposit. You can use on all your favorite picks. Use promo code CHAIR Chair to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double the cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you you get get paid. Time for the penis ads. Let me do this one. All right. Here we go. Guys, remember the days when you would talk a big game and had the follow-through? Well, and if you don't now, guess what, everybody? Blue Chew is here to help. Uh, BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable and with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in a pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. None of it. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our espresso promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code ARMCHAIR to try it for free. Blue Chew is a better, cheaper, faster option, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. We thank Still them waiting on the those most. We've got one more penis ad. Lloyd, you said you said you're kind of a betting man? Yep. Are you a shave of your balls kind of man? For sure. Billy, do you shave? Shave? No, I hacksaw. <laughs> Billy, Phil, do you hacksaw? All right, cool. We're going on at Chiral. I say support for armchair. <coughs> support for armchair comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer 
Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Had it. Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. Gross! That's just nasty. Uh, Manscaped also has the crop preserver and anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Stop. Why? You can't just fucking gloss over that. This ball deodorant will change your life. Yes. My balls no longer smell like old cheese you found in the park. They smell like new cheese. No, they smell like Mountain scotch. spring mist. Mountain Spring also drew, but no, it smells like a nice, rich scotch. It smells earthy, it smells good, and I'm no longer sweaty down there. It really does make a big difference. I can't back a product more than the Crop Preserver from Manscaped. Billy has sent me many pictures to prove his point. Yeah. (laughs) Which eventually Alex will share with his students. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, 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 I can't do that because it's Christmas break. I'll show them in January. Anyway... Um, you already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. So I think we got those ads pretty good, Billy, don't you say? You did an okay job. I like to think so. Hey, you did a good job, too. When are we, getting the, uh, a lot. When are we getting the free samples? You guys haven't gotten your samples yet? No, I have yet I to have get a free sample. We'll get a hold of your armchair media representative. That'd be Andrew Stevens. I was just yeah. calling and scream. I want chewy dick pills. <laughs> the only thing I've ever gotten was... Uh, the body odor? No, like I got an actual Manscaped leather bag. With the the uh, lawnmower 2.0, the uh, it's called the plow, which is just a straight razor. You actually put razors in and tie like an old school razor. The ball deodorant, the all of it, and it was great. And uh, they give you this thing. It's called the magic pad, which is newspaper that you just stand over and you trim, and then you get off the newspaper and then just dump the shavings in your toilet. No shit. It's great. I just throw them at passersby. I thought you thought that's why people had dogs. <laughs> no one right. can see the hair, right? <laughs> it's what? No one can see the hair. No one. None. It's not stand, a person. Just stand above the dog. Blends right in. Yeah. So you guys ready to get some dolphins? Yeah! All right. So people in the crowd, here how is how the particip- participation part is going to work. What we're going to do, we're going to roast the entire dolphins offense. Quarterback, running back, whatever other positions there are. I don't watch football. Um, so uh, if you see a player and you think of a joke, you can come up to the microphone once we're all done. You can tell us what uh, position they play, who they are. We'll go back to them in the slideshow and tell your joke. You're going to help us roast the Dolphins. Does that sound good for you guys? Yeah! People in the back, can you hear us even though you're not paying attention? Mascot TD, which stands for the Dolphin. Because Miami. <laughs> what? Said because Miami. Exactly. Yeah. TD, he doesn't even look like a dolphin. He looks more like an alligator or a bird than he does a dolphin, <laughs> which no one in Miami seems to care. But, you know, Miami does have a history of misidentifying animals. They still think Pitbull is a musician. <laughs> Two pitbull jokes in one. T- I know that's amazing. I think we just broke the time space continuum. I uh, they have they had an old mascot. Uh, his name I wrote about him was Flipper. That's not snowflake. That's not snowflake. <laughs> yeah. Their old mascot Flipper was trained to jump in the tank every time the Dolphins scored a touchdown. If he was still employed by the Dolphins, he'd use game days to catch up on sleep. <laughs> Boom. Uh, the owner, Stephen Ross. Wow. I mean, he's uh, he's an interesting character to look at. Uh, most people don't know this, but he made his early fortune by leasing his ears out to uh, the long-range satellite array down at Cape Canaveral. 
Um, he, uh, he he has that very Miami look. So like, he's got the ears from listening to terrible music for years, and the uh, Jack Skellington build from all the cocaine. <laughs> uh, he's also like a very broy. If you hear him talk, he's very like no. bro guy. So uh, I was listening to him talk, and he's mentions three times in one conversation that he has an eleven thousand foot. 11,000 square foot mansion that he calls The Reef. The Reef? Wow. That's a very Miami thing. And by the end of it, I was 90% sure that he was going to point at his new wife and be like, I call her The Beef. (laughs) (laughs) I said, said, Stephen Ross, who purchased a large stake in the Dolphins in 2008, tried to start a fundraiser for Donald Trump's re-election campaign. Mm. Yeah. I have no idea why he would invest so much money in a monumental failure and national embarrassment. And Trump isn't very good either. <laughs> <laughs> boom, 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 misdirection, even though you saw that coming. Uh, wow. Uh, GM Chris Greer. You have him? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure all that happened was 12 years ago, Drew Carey told Wayne Brady to pretend to be a football scout. <laughs> and he and it's just been going the whole time. <laughs> I'm going to add on to that. Chris Greer looks like plain Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! And got him. Head coach Brian Flores. I got this one. Brian Flores. He looks like if Terry Crews worked out at Planet Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Brian Flores, holy shit, look at those choppers. Brian Flores' teeth are so yellow, a referee tried to throw one on the field when he saw a player off sides. <laughs> I, I do got to give Brian Flores the benefit of the doubt. You know, maybe the camera adds 10 cavities. <laughs> Quarterback. Ryan Fitzpatrick. His nickname is Ryan Fitzmagic? Because it's a real trick that he's played this long in the NFL. I said uh, to add to that, Ryan Fitzpatrick is nicknamed Fitzmagic because of his incredible ability to pull one-year contracts out of a top hat. <laughs> First, before I say anything, can we can we all agree that if you graduate from Harvard, you don't get to call yourself Fitzmagic? No, that's an FSU thing for sure. Like I'm looking at him, and I was like, oh, that guy looks like Connor McBeggar. <laughs> Or maybe Connor McNuggets? McNuggets is great. <laughs> I, uh, I also said Fitzmagic sounds like a legal term for when a kid gets molested by a magician. <laughs> <laughs> and my last one. Ryan Fitzpatrick has played for eight NFL teams. If he plays for one more team, he gets a free sub. <laughs> I swear to God, that guy has switched teams more than Michael Sam. Ah, so in, uh, only a few people. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, but no, Ryan Fitzpatrick and his wife have seven kids. You know, between his wife and a playing career in the NFL, this guy can't pull out of anything. Ah. He's got one for each team he played on. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, he actually did that. There was yeah. one player that actually did that. Was it Fitzpatrick? I don't know if it was. I was it might have been Fitzpatrick, but he had like each of his kids wear a jersey. Of a team that he played for, and they post for like a photo op. Yeah. And one of them, believe it or not, was the Bengals. Played for them like what, eleven years ago? Yeah, yeah. something like that. Uh, so in fifteen years, he went from the Ivy League Player of the Year at Harvard to being unenthusiastically named the starting quarterback in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, I'll do it. Screw it. He went from being roommates with a guy that now runs the most successful hedge fund in history. So now he lives next door to a woman named Sarah Blakely, who is the founder and owner of Spanx. (laughs) (laughs) And his backup, Josh Rosen. What do you guys got? Josh Rosen is Jewish. Jew! Don't... I think I wouldn't scream that, but okay. Josh Rosen is Jewish, but not chosen to be the Dolphins' starting quarterback. (laughs) Uh... 
Joshua Ballinger Lippincott Rosen is his full name and not a law firm that represents him. <laughs> actually, it might also be the law firm. It might him. actually be. <laughs> That's actually his agency. Yeah, so he was uh, he was the 10th overall pick. People say he's regressed. You know, I think he's worked really, really hard to gain back the position he once had, you know. And I actually found a picture of him working out recently. It was really cool. Let's, let's take a look. <laughs> he looks like Paul Ryan. I was oh, actually yeah. going to say he looked like if Paul Ryan and Mr. Bean fucked. <laughs> Running back. Patrick Laird. We actually, uh, he's a white guy. Uh, we fucked up the slideshow. Dumbass. I know. Dumbass. It's what? Miles Gaskin. I know. Well, he's not on the slideshow. You got this? I'll pull up a picture of Patrick Laird. Oh, man. Uh, man, this must be hard. Like your dick after eating some blue chips. Oh, Patrick Laird is coming up on but, the screen. There he is. But it's so Patrick pretty. Patrick Laird. It's so pretty, just like he went to Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Patrick Laird, uh, well, at California, Patrick Laird became a, began a summer reading program, inspiring over 1,000 elementary school students to read at least four books a summer, which is a really, uh, that reading program is awfully noble for a guy who runs like he's never even read his own playbook. <laughs> now, was it worth wasting everyone's time to pull up that picture for that burn? No. Yes. No. Okay. <laughs> but this one will. Uh, Pat- Patrick Laird. He looks like Christian McCantfree. <laughs> I uh, tried to think of it before he said he looks like Agnostic McCaffrey. Yeah, mine was better. Fuck I off. know. I, he actually looks like his name should be Trust Fund Lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> when he signed to Miami uh, as an unrest- un undrafted free agent. He said he was excited to be in Florida because he loves beaches and Native American culture. What? Real thing. And then he posted pictures of him at a Cherokee I'm going to put real heavy quotations sweat lodge. (laughs) It looked like a resort. (laughs) Where he earned his Cherokee name, settles out of court. (laughs) Patrick Laird. And his backup. Let's hope technology cooperates. It did. Miles Gaskin. Miles Gaskin looks like a real NFL, NFL player that didn't get his Mario mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> He's tiny. Itty bitty man. I said uh, Miles was a seventh round pick from UW and the second string running back. So they're Miles Gaskin a lot out of him. <laughs> Uh, and the third stringer, Delance Turner, who looks like Black Lloyd Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, oh, he, re- so he really does. Uh, Delance Turner doesn't sound like an NFL player. Delance Turner sounds like an MC of the round table. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Delance Turner sounds like something you fit on a saddle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, get my Delance, I must fight the beast. I need to... Turn my Delance this way. <laughs> Wide receiver. Devontae Parker. Uh, Devontae Parker, he just signed a four-year, $40 million deal. He's a with, rich man. With an $8 million signing bonus and a guarantee that the Dolphins will still be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. This dude's so uninteresting that if you do a Google image search for him, of the first ten pictures that come up of him without a helmet, two are not him. <laughs> two are of his dad playing at Louisville. <laughs> and one is of a soccer player. Yeah. Which is still one step above the rest of the wide receiving core. <laughs> also, there was a picture when I looked him up. Uh, there was just a guy with a chest tattoo with a bullet hole scar on his chest. And it was a link to an article about the gun violence in Baltimore. Somehow that's more relevant than what he does on the field in Miami. <laughs> like if you really want to, if you want to get, if you want to feel really sad for a group of people, look at the Miami website, like the Miami Dolphins website. It's so little information on anyone on there, and most of them, if you go to their Wikipedia page, there's nothing. It's nothing. They, it's just like brief playing career. 
no personal life. Right. They, this team is built to tank. I mean, there's no depth whatsoever. There's very little talent. I'm surprised that he signed up for four more years of it. Yeah, he, he's actually like, I'm going to roast him a little bit, but he's actually like, in all seriousness, he has broken out a little bit, like, in the latter half of the season. He's had a great year, and it's bullshit he's not in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, everything is because partially because he plays for the Dolphins and normally notices anyone that plays for the Dolphins. Yeah. Do you guys think that that uh, lady that was the coach or that was the team owner in Major League, instead of sticking with baseball, she switched to football and finally got a team in Miami? <laughs> <laughs> I will yes. say, I feel like the reason it took Devontae Parker so long to break out is because he was too busy writing and recording the song Old Town Road. <laughs> I'm saying he looks like Lil Nas X. Hey, we Benini. got it. <laughs> and, all right. Yep. And his backup, Albert Wilson, the second wide receiver, too, Albert Wilson. He looks like someone taped nine dying gardener snakes to the top of a pit do- bu- bulldog. <laughs> God damn it. I couldn't decide between pit bull or bulldog. Either way, he looks sh- like shit. For sure, pit bull would have been the way to go. <laughs> damn it. Because Miami. Miami. You're right. <clears throat> Uh, this dude looks like he spent way too much time in his life on slam poetry. <laughs> <laughs> a teammate once told him, or once said in an interview that this guy dresses like Jaden Smith. <laughs> he said he takes that as a compliment and then added, hashtag thankful and blessed. Now, almost every day, he tweets hashtag thankful and blessed, which makes me believe that he thinks about that Jaden Smith comment every day. <laughs> You can't be compared to Jaden Smith and then tweet like a normal person. That's not how com- being compared to Jaden Smith works. Oh, I, I, I got that. Look, I, this guy's... <laughs> I, he's a fucking train wreck. Like, he is. If you hear uh, him talk, he talks in rhythm. That's why I thought the slam poetry thing. Not, I mean, other than he has, like, that look. He's... A <laughs> but there, there's an interview where he's talking, and it's like, well, we went out to the field... We played a good game. <laughs> I stayed on task. I feel like I did well. I mean, everything was like these short little like rhythmic sentences. And I was like, are you, are you practicing a song? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say Albert Wilson has been known to kneel in protest during the national anthem. Um, which is a cool... Oh, that's whatever. Um which is a coincidence considering Dolphins fans kneel in protest every time Ryan Fitzpatrick throws him the ball. <laughs> uh, so not often? The what? So, so not often? Not often. They're not standing often. a lot. And the third stringer, I'm surprised he's still in the NFL too, Mr. Alan Hearns. Alan Hearns. I don't know what's smaller. The, the, Dolphin, the chances the Dolphins land the second overall pick or Alan Hearns' ears. He's got tiny ears. Uh, Alan Hearns changed his jersey. This isn't as dark as you think it's going to be. But Alan Hearns changed his jersey number to the number 17 to honor the victims of the Parkland shooting, which is strange because I thought he changed it to 17 to honor the amount of receptions he gets a season. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And Isaiah Ford. All right. So this is how bad the Dolphins receiving core is. Isaiah Ford's picture on the Dolphins website on their depth chart is in black and white. (laughs) Like they haven't even got one of him an actual action shot like they have for everyone else. But that's way better than Trevor Davis and Mac Hollins, which if you go on the Dolphins site, their pictures are just the Miami logo. (laughs) Like no one knows anything about their core. I feel like they just somehow got the U.S. Marshals to send them a bunch of people and, uh, Protective custody, yeah, to be their wide receiving goal. That, that's what happens after you uh, you get released from the longest yard. Triots, <laughs> <laughs> second string for the Dolphins. Here you go. Mike Gesicki. Mike Gesicki. He looks like the only art he owns is framed Bud Light posters. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is a hillbilly. If you get a chance to listen to him talk, please do. It looks like the only reason he started playing football was because his mama needed new teeth. <laughs> he's he's from New Jersey, and he's a type of Jersey trash that after he tells you his full name, he says, not Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> not Jewish. No, 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 no. I ain't no Josh Rosen. 
He actually said that he signed to play with Penn State because he, quote, liked to say Nittany Lions. Sure. What? Yeah. He said that to another human being. I don't doubt that. While being recorded. Well, <laughs> he kind of said that. He was like, I don't like to say the Nittany I like to say Nittany Lions. Jesus. Yeah, he's awful. What were his parents? A four wheeler and a fucking tractor? I was thinking a possum tooth and a trash can lid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my parents were a dip can and a raccoon trap. Mama, mama needs new teeth. <laughs> my parents were the NASCAR logo and the Rumpke logo. <laughs> first, said, thing, first thing I did with my NFL check was I bought a double wide. <laughs> <laughs> Well, mama going to me. I made a big mama, so I got you a triple wide. I went on a hunting trip. Uh, I said, Mike Kosicki looks like Patrick Lair's, Lair's near do well brother. <laughs> he looks like if uh, uh, Patrick Lair did the multiplicity thing where he makes a clone of a clone. <laughs> and you're like, oh, you know, a copy of a copy doesn't always turn out well. Like, I see this dude sitting at, like, when they all go out for, like, a team meal. He's like, I like pizza. <laughs> and he just holds up his wallet. I got a wallet. <laughs> Licks the pizza, puts it in the wallet, puts it in his pocket for later. <laughs> and chases some kind of street yeah. animal away from it. He looks like a Lego man who roofies Lego ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Durham Smythe. Durham Smythe sounds like a shitty law firm slash bail bonds company that also sells auto parts. <laughs> <laughs> like Smythe Automotive. I like that. We should pick them up as a sponsor. <laughs> well, I'll give that a shot. And uh, that's all I have on him because, yet again, another Miami player with no info online. He was drafted in 2018, and his Wikipedia page is still blank under the professional career section. <laughs> And former Raider Clive Walford. He went to Glades Central Community High School. I've heard of a community college, but not a community high school. <laughs> <laughs> then he went to college in Florida, played pro ball in Oakland and Miami. So he's not exactly like you know a high class kind of guy. And to this day, sorry. To this day, if you were to ask him if he wanted to eat crab legs, he would say, no, I only eat girls that shave now. I'm a professional. Manscaped. <laughs> Manscaped, motherfucker. Manscaped! Manscaped. Julian Davenport. Some say he's a lazy run blocker, but I just think it's his eye. <laughs> um, also, his face looks like a half-melted ice sculpture. <laughs> I said he's the first player ever to be drafted out of a 90s Nickelodeon cutaway. <laughs> this guy's head looks like it was molded from clay. In the offseason, he's a regular on Robot Chicken. <laughs> and now, Jesse Davis. Jesse Davis. He looks like every stay-at-home dad who won't shut the fuck up out of his gnarly homebrew setup. <laughs> That dude has said man cave way too many times. <laughs> man cave, it's what I call my butthole. Jesse Davis's hair is so thin, I almost mistook it for the Dolphins' depth chart. <laughs> <laughs> like, he looks like his favorite part of being a professional football player is now that he gets free tickets to be an audience member on the Steve Wilco show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I used to love that show. That's great. He's, he's the kind of dude who, like, he's very braggy. If you listen to it, like... I go way too deep. I listen to interviews with these guys, and it, it ruins my week. <laughs> but he seems like the kind of person who'd be excited to brag about how Netflix makes a recommended section just for him. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael Dieter. Michael Dieter. He looks like a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man and the Michelin Man made a baby out of Cheese Whiz. <laughs> Michael Dieter looks like a high school bully who takes kids' lunch money and puts it in his neck. <laughs> I can't tell if Michael Dieter is an offensive lineman or a high school girl's softball coach. <laughs> he looks like a giant 14-year-old. I'm not yet convinced that he's not just three kids dressing up in a football uniform. And other offensive guard, Evan Bame. Evan Bame. See Jesse Davis burn. 
<laughs> he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Almost the entire line looks exactly the, like they all look like if you saw them all in a row, you'd be like, oh, that was a cool family reunion. <laughs> the last time they had different looking offensive linemen, Richie Incognito and Jonathan Martin happened. So. <laughs> And the all center. Wide, all right. It's Miami. Uh, center Daniel Kilgorn. I said he looks like he is Duluth trading company sheets. Is <laughs> <laughs> that all you got? Yeah. All right. So it is that time. If you have any jokes about any offensive player, you can come on up. Did you think of any? Did anyone think of anything? Joe! Come on up! Joe, grab the mic! Joe! Joel. While he's on his Joel way up, I'm going to say thank you because out of everyone here, he's been paying the most attention and actually laughing and reacting. I love this dude. Joel rules. He also hosts a great Bengals podcast. Who Happy okay, it's so happy holidays. It's it's defunct at the moment, but it'll be back eventually. It fucking it. better. We, we, we have some uh, uh, technical difficulties that'll be solved with Christmas gifts. So There you go. Uh, All right. So who's your player? So I have Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitz magic. Let's get back to him. McNuggets. <laughs> uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick has so many pubes on his face that he needs to use promo code armchair to get manscaped. Plugs <laughs> 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 yeah. again. Well done, um, sir. Christian Walford's cornrows are so shitty that they'd be down at graded to corn the band. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and did he, na- did he name one monkey and one fieldy and one head? <laughs> uh, and Evan Bame looks like if Shane Gillis was actually racist. <laughs> yes! Joel, everybody! Joel! So good! Oh, Damn, I, I Shane need to give up my chair. That was, so good. that was beautiful. Joel rules. Oh, awesome. we have someone approaching. That person is Phil Phil Pointer. Pointer. Phil Pointer, who are you going to? All right, we need to go back a few. Uh, just go back because I can't remember the fucking name. Okay. One more. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, shit. Shit. Stop. One more forward. Okay. Yeah. Albert Wilson. Albert Wilson. Albert Wilson looks like if the rapper WC had actually gone to the NFL and still couldn't get it the fuck together. <laughs> like he was slinging drugs in between plays in the audience and shit. <laughs> That's how you get a contract in Miami. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah, these bricks are going to just float up right to, what, Land Shark Stadium? I'm still going to call it Land Shark Stadium. No, he floats up to the reef. The reef. <laughs> the reef. The reef meet to beef. Wonderful. That's all I had. Thank you. All right, Phil, Phil Pointer. Pointer. If you get a chance, go to one right. of the bikes around town, see Phil Pointer. All right, Great Alex comedian. Stewart, very old friend of mine. Yep. So go back to uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick for Ryan Fitzmagic. Nope. So you started out with Ryan, and then you showed off the next two guys like he was a, ru- a nested Russian dollar, and you were just pulling out more and more players. Like the next guy, <laughs> if you keep going forward, and then the guy after that. And it just kept getting smaller. I was expecting the last person to be about six inches tall by the time you were done with the offensive line. <laughs> Is that it? All right, Alex Stewart, everyone. Very yeah. well done, sir. Thank you. All right. Anyone else? Anyone else? Do we have any any other jokes about the Miami Dolphins? I like how as soon as you guys said anyone else, all three of us looked at Wayne Mehmet. <laughs> all Nothing. right. He's shaking us off. Defense. Defense. Wins championships. We're gonna start with John. That is. Hold on. Schubert keeps propping his phone up on the on an empty pint glass. It doesn't work. That is the fifth time it's fell. And this guy teaches children. <laughs> I substitute teach children. Well, no, that's, that's good because children are dumb. Yeah, and that just means you get to press play on the Netflix movie for the kids that day. That's oh, I tell them the assignment to do, and then press play on my own Netflix screen. That's pretty tight. <laughs> it's cool. Right after you go through your Instagram photos, <laughs> one time, Dick. Um, one too many. We're gonna start with John Jenkins. John Jenkins, Jingleheimer. Anyway, um, John Jenkins' cause for my cause, my cleats was Ocean Conservancy. 
which is kind of ironic considering every Sunday NFL fans watch Dolphins get destroyed. Ah, come on! Yeah, you kind of get tired once you reach the defense. And also, I'm going to warn you ahead of time. Uh, this is one of the dumbest jokes I've written all year. We're going to go for it. Taco Charlton. <laughs> Taco Charlton was a first-round pick in 2017, but was waived by the Cowboys. Many people are debating whether or not Taco is still a good NFL player. Well, I'm debating whether or not he's a sandwich. <laughs> God damn it, I love that joke so much. <laughs> yeah, that's so dumb, but so great. It's so good. I'm mad at myself for loving it so much. I thought he was kicked off the Cowboys because he looked too much like that dude from... Uh, uh, Cool time to have a brain fart. Never mind. No, you're good. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm just glad you're here, you know? I'm happy you're around. Barely. Apparently barely here. Uh, next Menace player. To society. Uh, Menace to Society was what I was going to say. It's what? He looked like the guy from Menace to Society. Oh, damn. Yeah. Because he looks just like him. Oh. We got it. Uh, next player up, Devon Godchow. Devon Godchow. Godchow isn't his last name, but what people yell when they see him at a buffet. <laughs> God chow, man. That's a weird nickname for communion. God chow. <laughs> I'm not even going to do mine. That was too good. Go. It's too good, Schubert. Do it. Devon God chow looks like Bracey McGrady. <laughs> He's got adult braces. You know who else had adult braces? Schubert. I had adult braces. That's something I should not scream into a microphone, but I will say that was the greatest year and a half of Billy's life. Oh, it was so much fun. <laughs> also, Ted Kaczynski. Oh. Really? Yeah. Now you have Are you another... comparing me to the Unabomber right now? I mean, not right now. You, you, for that year and a half. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Uh, next player up. Son of a bitch. There it is. Jerome Baker. Uh, Jerome Baker... Can Jerome Baker borrow a chin from Michael Danner? <laughs> I used the wrong picture, but his headshot looks like he has no chin. He looks like a llama. <laughs> like, I don't have a clever anything for that. Like He just looks, if you go between all the pictures on Google Image Search, he goes between looking from a, a llama to an alpaca to a very disappointed person who lives in Miami. <laughs> And safety, Stephen Parker. Stephen Parker's eyes look like something Tom Brady would try to throw during a game. <laughs> He's got those deflated eyeballs. Kicker. Oh, kicker. Here we go. Starting with Jason Sanders. Jason the- Sanders. Schubert, this one's going to hit close to home for you. Oh, Jason God. Sanders. He looks like a substitute teacher who's just waiting for his new jazz band to be signed by a label who only makes elevator music. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if you want to know the power of this podcast, uh, Zach Wyckoff is now a kicker in the NFL. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my Papa Roach tribute band to kick off. What's next? Uh, my Papa Roach tribute band's theme song. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the punter, Matt Hawk. Matt Hawk. His nose is longer than any ball he's ever punted. <laughs> is, that, is that it? Uh, when they tell him to kick low, he closes his right eye. When they tell him to kick high, he closes his left. <laughs> <laughs> there are very different elevations on his face. Yeah. All right. So it's that time again. Do we have any defensive jokes? Negative. Negative. Predictions and bullshit. Predictions and bullshit. Predictions and bullshit. I say that the final is Bengals 33, Dolphins 34. The Bengals have a chance to go down the field and win the game, yet they just kneel it. Four times in a row to secure the number one overall pick. And then A.J. Green pops out of a dolphin. (laughs) Uh, My player of the game is Joe Mixon with negative 12 rushing yards. Because he's just going to keep trying to run backwards to secure the number one overall pick. (laughs) It's burrow season, Uh, baby. And my bold prediction, it's going to snow. Oh. Yeah. Here in Miami. It's going to snow in Miami and here. On the field or off <laughs> oh. the field? 
Both. <laughs> it's Miami. It's There's Miami. a lot of off-the-field snow. So much snow. Why do you think LeBron moved there from Cleveland? Well, he moved to L.A. again. So. Oh, yeah, that's better. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Lloyd, okay. what's your shit? All right, I'm going to say uh, Dolphins, 17. Oh. Bengals, 13. Ooh. Ooh. Spicy. Who's your player of the game? Uh, my player of the game is going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, okay. He's actually going to hit his final stage of evolution and start speaking with an Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> and his players are all going to get confused at the play calls and accidentally be fairly good. <laughs> uh, my prediction uh, is going to be Bengals 24, Dolphins 23. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, I'm going to say we're going to win. I'm going to take the optimistic side. It's going to be it. I don't want this, Joel. I'm with you. I don't want to win. We pretty much secured the number one pick. No. There's still a chance. If we win, if we beat the Dolphins, and then we go and beat the Browns, which is plausible. Assuming the Dolphins lose week 17. Or win week 17. No, lose. God well, I mean, it. what are we fighting over? The quarterback who's going to have a lot of problems as soon as people start reading all the tweets that he had to delete? Oh, that's also true. But, I mean, the only tweet that he left that I think is the most offensive is that he hates Skyline. <laughs> he tweeted, Skyline is gross. I don't care who you are. Ooh. Uh, my player of the game is going to be Joe Mixon. I say he has negative 11 rushing yards. Why? Yeah. Already? Uh, really? So is the entire Bengals team. <laughs> well, A.J. Green just said he's going to not play this year. I know. I saw yeah. that. Why would, uh, you, why would you? My bold prediction? Nielsen rating 200 million viewers. Wow. <laughs> bold. That's very, very, very bold. Very bold. Uh, anything else? Any other bold predictions? I'm good. Uh, finalmente. Plugs, 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 plugs. Billy, what do you got? Listen to the new Nasty Boys. The new Nasty Boys. It's Billy's baseball podcast. They talk about... What team do you guys talk about again? Remind me. The Red Sox. Damn uh, it, the Reds. We talk about the Cincinnati Reds every week. Listen to it. I thoroughly uh, enjoy that podcast. With the local Nasty Boy, Lee Kimbrell. Lee Kimbrell, who also was a co-host for this podcast last season. Uh, we got some cool guests lined up. I uh, don't want to spoil anything, but we'll say we got a writer for The Athletic to come on. So. Fuck yeah. And maybe an old guest will be back a lot next season. So Oh. Yeah. So that's great. Uh, Friday, come to Neon Cat at the Hub, 8 o'clock. Zach Powers is headlining. Old oh. co-host of this podcast. Old co-host of this podcast, gracing our presence all the way from Los Angeles. So please come to that. It's going to be fantastic. Lloyd, do you have anything? Uh, go to Go Bananas Comedy Club. Yep. Definitely Always. do that. Uh, uh, who's headlining this weekend? It is Dave Waite. Yeah. Dave Waite, Logan Gunselman, and Bangy Boy Zach Powers is hosting. Yep. And, it's going to uh, be a killer show. Yeah. Go to the zoo. The Festival Lights is going on. It's awesome. Check out all the local podcasts that we always talk about. And uh, someone kill whoever this is walking on the stage. There's just my friends. No. Get out of here. What? Uh, I, uh, first time in a while, I do not have any plugs. Um, get me some uh, five-hour energy if you can. That'd be great. Guys. We you both forgot something very important. Bombs away comedy. Go oh. to every single show. Can Thank I see that? Can I see that uh, coaster you're using? Perfect. So, so I was gonna say that before people mob the stage. Yeah. Let's say you know Rumble Up. Yeah, we just JTC had... podcast and yes. Uh, next week, uh, December twenty sixth, the day after Christmas, is get out of town. It's at 8 p.m. right here where my butt is sitting. It's a bunch of out-of-town comics. They're very, very funny. Uh, and the day after that, at Chameleon, is Comedy Power Hour. So go and check that out. It's at Chameleon. They host a lot of shows for us, and they're great. Go to Speakeasy at the Comet the 27th. 
It's a it's a secret show. Oh boy, go check that out. Ooh, it's in the secret layer of the comet. And the next secret. night, the twenty eighth, go see Mary Santora at Taft's Pruporium. She's a murderer. Thanks to Bombs Away Comedy for having us, and Three Points Urban Brewing. Thank you, and Billy. Giant, do we, do we have only anything, no, one thing else to say? Hold on. Giant shout out to Wayne for helping us put yes. this on. Yeah. Shout and out to I, Wayne Mehmet for put, helping us put this on. And I really want to give a big, big, big thank you to Tanner Hines. Yes. Tanner. Serious thank you wherever he went. Thank Tanner. you to Tanner Hines for p- producing this every week. He has to listen to us do dumb shit all the time. We have one more thing to say, don't we? We have one more thing left to say. Fuck Fuck you, you, Miami Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. We We like the Bengals. Yeah. Wow, man. Will the next person that sees anybody throw anything on this field, point them out, and get them out of here. You don't live in Cleveland. We like the Bengals.